And here we are live. This is Chris Emanuel of MMA UK, and I am joined by the assassin, Mr. Tasty Shots himself, Fabian Edwards, middleweight extraordinaire of Bellator. Fab, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. You know what I mean? Just finished a hard week of training, so I can't, I'm looking forward to just chilling tonight, but I'm doing good, man. So I take it there's uh, no Easter eggs tomorrow then? Maybe a little one. <laughs> <laughs> the weight, The weight's good. The weight's good, so why not? You know what I mean? Why not? <laughs> oh, my man. So, you, I'm going to go straight into it. You announced recently that you have a fight signed, and yeah. I haven't seen the name come up as yet. So, yeah. you're in camp at the moment, training yeah. and getting ready to... Uh... Yeah, I've been in camp for about um, about three, four weeks now. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, yeah. But I've been, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been sparring and, and training ever since my last fight. You know what I mean? But um, when they told me I got a potential fight, I just kicked it up a notch. So, yeah. So, obviously, it's, your last fight was, was some time ago. We're going back to September 20, 2020. Um, yeah. Bellator Euro Fight Series 8 in Milan. Um, yeah. That was the, the first defeat that you've had of your amateur or pro career. Um, <laughs> sorry, my man, but we might as well get, get this out of the way first of all. We'll talk <laughs> We'll talk about the negatives and then we'll go on to the positives. So, yeah. you know, it's, it was a split decision loss against Costello Van Stinas. First time that you've headlined um, uh, an event in your pro career. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk to us about it? Talk us through it. What, you know, how did you feel it went? Did you feel that the judges got the right decision? Um, um, I felt like... I, I looked, at, looked at, like, watching the fight back um, in the first round, I didn't feel like he'd done enough to pinch the first round. You know what I mean? And to be honest, I didn't think I'd done enough to pinch the first round. You know what I mean? Um, I think it should have been a jaw or I squeezed it. You know what I mean? But I don't reckon the decision should have went his, went his way because I just didn't reckon he'd done enough damage. You know what I mean? Like, even when he got me in um, certain positions on the floor, he wasn't damaging. He only got me there for, like, I think, like, 10 seconds. I done a little damage. Yeah, yeah, the end of the second. Yeah, before the bell went, you know what I mean. But apart, from, but I got him on the floor as well, and I did some damage before the um, before the fight went. So I think it should have been a draw. But I might really want to sit down and like keep thinking about it. I've kind of moved on from that, and I've just been in the gym grafting. You know what I mean? So obviously, COVID's had a detrimental effect on all fighters at the moment. Why are you always eating, man? Every time I see you, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating grapes. I'm eating grapes. I'm eating grapes. So fuck it, why not? <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm down the camera. <laughs> you threw me. You threw me completely. Well, um, I was going to talk about you know because I've, I've watched your career from from quite early on. I think it was the sixth or seventh amateur fight of yours that you had. Um, mm. It was on Golden Ticket against Jack Chinnery, um, and then you. Then the next fight, yeah, so it's the seventh amateur, eighth amateur yeah. um, against uh, Attila Hansel and Battle Arena, where you took both amateur belts. And yeah. all the way through your amateur career, you're just dispatching people. I think was yeah. it, it's only your final amateur final amateur bout where you actually um, yeah. went to the decision. decision. Yeah. Everyone else, you're you just knocking out. Um, yeah. Obviously, stepping up into the pros, we've had three wins. Sorry, three, three TKOs, three decisions, and three submission victories. Yeah. Um, do you feel that that's because your, your, your game's evolved? Is it because the, the obviously you're, you're stepping up in, into some crazy standards? All your pro career has yeah. been Bellator or Obama. Um, what do you feel has been been the change in you? Um, this this 
basically stop you from just going in and obliterating people like you do all the way through the antiquary? I think it's um the more technical you get, um you try to fight, obviously you try to go in there and fight that technical, that's that technical style. You know what I mean? So it's like I just felt like I kind of went away from like being aggressive and technical and just trying to be technical and smooth and just trying to just just I don't know just win. You know what I mean? Like I was just, like, like looking back at my last few fights, it just felt like I was just trying to win. I wasn't trying to hurt people, you know what I mean? I, I win the hurt game, and so at the end of the day, I had to go in there, do damage, and get out. We don't really get paid for staying in there any longer. So I just felt like after winning, like it's always winning ever since it started, you kind of just forget how, how I can't say it's important, but you kind of forget how like hard it is to actually win in it. You know what I mean? And you have to go in there and like focus and and take everything serious. So I just reckon I was just going in there to like, eh, I got this, another one. You know what I mean? It's uh, whatever sort of thing. So just like, so I've I've learned from it all, man. I really have learned. You know what I mean? Every fight you have to you have to treat with respect and and go in there and, and do the job. So before you're eating your grapes, I was saying that COVID's had this detrimental effect on all the fighters. And uh, yeah. so you've had a, a long period now. Obviously, with you being an elite pro, pro athlete, you've still been able to train through through the period. But how has it actually affected the, the level of training that you've had? You know, like the first lockdown, I was training outside and stuff. Um, I wasn't oh, able gosh. to, you know what I mean? Hello? Hello? I don't know what's happened there. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear. Hello. Your sound is just gone. Hello. Nah. Hello. Let me try turn it up. Hello. Hello. What the fuck? Nope. Uh, one minute. <laughs> Don't let me have to sing or something whilst we're waiting for this to come back on, bad. That's going to kill your fan base. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Right. Let me just have a little fiddle with the mic settings and see if we can... Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Hello? Mm. Old age, man. Hello? I don't want to get it. I think you might need to go out and come back in again. Okay, I'll leave and come back in. Yeah. So, uh, apologies for the technical issues that we've got here. Um, what should we talk about whilst Fabian's going out and coming back in? So, Fabian, as we said, uh, nine amateur wins on the bounce, nine and one as a professional. Um, the guy, if you've not seen him, has, has been on an absolute tear a second, from the moment he first got into the cage. Uh, definitely, if you get the opportunity to go back, I would recommend going back and looking at his pro debut. So on his pro debut, it was 2017, fighting against... Uh, there he is, he's coming back. Yeah, can you hear me? You're back in, but I still can't hear you. <laughs> what the uh, fuck? He says my mic's working. He says it's working. Shouting about your, your amazing skills you have. I don't know what's happened. Wait a minute. He says my mic's working, yeah. 
You get that? It says it's working. Hello? Yeah, hello. Ah, oh, fuck knows. Hello? I don't know, man. I don't even fucking know. I don't know. Hello. Okay, so people at home, we're going to try something different with the sound to see if we can fix it. We're going to go old school and try and go wired. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. The fuck? Hello? I can't hear you now. What the fuck? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Because I can't, still can't hear anything what from you. Fuck? What? <laughs> I've got... <laughs> oh, I've, even taken the, I've even taken the uh, the Bluetooth out. It says the mics work. It says my work. Oh. Right. Let me just give a shout to the tech guy. See if I can get oh, him no. to help us out with this. Yeah, fuck noise. There we go. Hello. Hello. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, so as I was saying, whilst we're trying to sort out this sound issue, um, if you've not seen um, some of Fabian's early work, Hello. I certainly recommend going back to uh, the Raphael uh, uh, Sarovsky fight, which is his pro debut. Um, it was on yep. London 2017. Yep. So the knockout was probably one of the knockouts of the year. Flying knee knockout. Um, Searchable on YouTube, it shows the, the level of skill. Sorry, I'm just trying to multitask and failing miserably with this. Oh, I thought all this going on. Fucking fancy bitch, you got me dancing with the stars. Got me feeling like a groupie. Hello? What are they, Bomber? Hello? So Fabian's now currently Hello. playing with his mic settings and it's still not changing anything. <laughs> I can see because I was just about to do the same. Yeah, nothing's happening with mine. I don't get it. I'll try to leave.
All right, guys, I think what we're going to need to do is just nope. try and add here we go. We're back. We're back. We're back. I was literally about to say, <laughs> we're going we're to come out and start this again. But we're back. We are good. God, I don't know issues. what the fuck. Anyway, what that happened was the there? You trying to sabotage literally my interview? Stopped. Yeah, because this is exactly what I want as well. You know, first interview back in however long. Oh, God. So before that, and before I started trying to go on about your amazing knockout of uh, Rafael uh, Swarovski, which uh, I was sat cage side for as well. Yeah. I showed my little, I showed my little girl it today, and I said, "Look, look, you can see my black shirt there. That was me." What she goes? Can just see the ball head? You get me? That's in the ball head. <laughs> no, I had a little bit then. I had a little. I bit. did yeah. So did yeah. <laughs> Before that, we were talking about training. You said that um, you're going to say about how uh, how you, you managed to train through COVID. Yeah, well, how many changes first, you've made? The first lockdown, um, I wasn't able to do like my normal training. I won't do no pad sessions with none of my coaches. I was just training outside with me and my, one of my teammates. You know what I mean? So the second the second lockdown has been a blessing because I've been able to train and develop in all areas. You know what I mean? And it, like, I've been able to train with my coaches full time and train with my teammates in a small bubble. So it, it's been it's been it's been great, man. The second one, I just felt like you know with that Costello's fight, it was like I always train hard, so I can't say I didn't train hard. But to fine tune to to that fighter, it wasn't fine fine tuned. It was just like just training. You know what I mean? So I look forward to going and showing people that I'm still who I am. So we're gonna so we're gonna be seeing a knockout then, do you reckon? It's knockout, man. I'm, I'm a great mate. Ah, oh, like, ah, oh, man. Even like just, just thinking about it, I'm just visualizing every day, man. Just pressure and knockout. I know, I know what I'm about, and every single opponent that I've faced, it's like they all can say oh, whatever they want to say about me. But when when we're in there, they all respect my power and respect my skills. You know what I mean? So it's like I shouldn't be giving these guys no chances to get into the fight. I should just go out there and putting on them. That's very much looking forward to see. So, a segue onto the fight then. So, you have a fight booked. Are you able to say when it is? I can say when, but not who. You know what I mean? Okay, so, so when, it, when, it, when is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was May the 21st in, um, in, um, in America. So, I'll be making my American debut. Um, my brother's fighting the week before me in Texas. So I'll be over there with him um, for his fight week. And then after that, we're all going to leave and go to um, Connecticut. And, and then, yeah, two wins back to back for the Edward boys, man. So I'm looking forward to that. So that means I've got to watch MMA two weekends on the trot then? Because I don't miss your fights. Yeah, yeah? I don't miss your fights. So, and I don't yeah. miss Leon's either. You're gonna be, you're gonna be knackered. You're gonna be yes, knackered, mate. I am, especially at my age. There's no way I can handle that. <laughs> it take about a month to recover. Yeah, definitely. Well, talk, talking about age, that's one of the things I wanted to discuss with you as well because yeah. you know, I said, I've watched you from an, an early age, and now you're 28. You're actually coming to that point. You're coming into your own, and you've always been the hot prospect. You know, there's not yeah, been any yeah. question about you being the hot prospect, but now, now at 28, you can't really be a prospect anymore. So. And I'm an old boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite so old for middleweight, but yeah. it's time to essentially put your stamp on it. So, um, the Bellator rankings came out, 
recently. So, uh, mm-hmm. okay, they're not official rankings. They're, they're an independent group of journalists who have been put together. So it's, I think, 70 yeah. journalists. And uh, they've put you at number four in the rankings. Yeah. So, obviously, Gay Guy's sitting at the top of the tree at the moment, yeah. number one. And I know that you can't say who's fi- who you're fighting against, but we had a game of guess the opponent in MMA, in MMA UK. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're looking, we're looking through. Obviously, rankings is going to be one of the things we're going to be looking through. So you've got Gay Guys sat at the top. Rank yeah. number one, you've got John Salter. So the, the expectation is would be John Salter would fight against Gay Guard. Then looking down the list, you've got you know Costello, who obviously you've already fought. Um, yeah. There were there are a number of names that jumped out. First of all, I was thinking Johnny Emblen, but Johnny Emblen's already booked, so he's fighting Daniel Madrid uh, a couple of mm. weeks then before you. So I'm going to throw three names at you, and I'm going to see if you're going to poker face me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got Romero Cotton sitting at number nine, five and zero. Oh, last fought in December 2020 on Bellator 254, not booked for a fight. Well, I went, I went poker face. Man. Okay, poker face. <laughs> Next, we've got Anatoly Tokov. <laughs> we've got Anatoly Tokov. He's at the number two. 29 and three, but he's not fought since 2019. So would any would he want to come back and fight the assassin? We don't think so, do we? Not a chance. You don't no, no, so you, did, you didn't say yes or no to Romero Cotton, though, whereas Tokov, you said no to. And then number three, we've got Mr. Van Zandt, Austin Vanderfort. He's, he's sitting at number three in the rankings, so just above you, 10 and 0, mm. last fought November 2020. He's not got a fight booked either. Mate, I'll take so, anyone. I'll take anyone. I can't give nothing away, but <laughs> anyone. <laughs> okay, I'll I, I, I narrow it down for you. It's, it's in the top five. It's in the top five? Yeah, and that's okay. all I'm saying. So we've got an exclusive. MMA, MMA UK is an exclusive. <laughs> Fabian Edwards is fighting. So in the top five, it's not John Salter, because, uh, well, it's unlikely to be John Salter because he's likely to yeah. be a gay guy for the title of his number one. It's not going to be Johnny Emblen. So you're saying <laughs> <four. laughs> it could be anyone. It could be anyone. But I've already said it's in the top five. It's in the top five. <laughs> We got three names to play with. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm not going to push you any further at all, but no, I appreciate that anyway. No, that's so, cool. The future of Fabian Edwards then, sitting at number four, you're going to be fighting uh, in May. Next fight. How many fights do you think you're going to get in this year? You know what? I'll be, because of the ranking system and stuff like that now, I don't know how they're going to match everyone up in that, um, that top 10. You know what I mean? But um, I'll be grateful to have two. You know what I mean? And that's me being, that's, and that's me trying to be active, you know, but I'd love to have three fights, but I'd be grateful for two. You know what I mean? But um, once I made this American debut now, I think it opened door to me to be able to fight over there. So I'll be able to book fights, you know, but after this fight though, I don't know who's going to want to fight me because I'm going to hurt this geezer, man. You know what I mean? I'm going to hurt him, so I don't know who's going to want to be booked in with me, but we'll see. We'll see. So looking at the ranking system itself, um, how do you are you one of those fighters that looks at it and says, Right, I'm sitting at number four, I don't want mm. to fight anyone outside of the top ten, or are you one of those people that says, I will fight anyone? So it is like now they've they've created the ranking system and stuff like that. Um I wanna fight someone that can get me towards that title, innit? 
You know what I mean? Just fighting the random guy. If if me fighting a, a, um someone somebody in the top ten, that's gonna get me to a title shot, then I take it. But if it's just another payday, then not really. You know what I mean, I, I, I want to work myself towards that title, man. That's what that's what I've got in the game for. I didn't get in there just to just to be just just average, you know. So the Bellator middleweight, um, the the Bellator middleweight division. How do you rank mm-hmm. it against their their main rivals? Obviously, I won't name their names, <laughs> even though your brother. Uh, I, I rate it. Um, it'd be competitive, man. You know what I mean? It's very competitive. You know, um, people always try try to diss the um the promotion that I'm in. You know, where I punch the head off off of these middleweights. You know what I mean? So it's like they're saying all of these things, but. If you were to take a lot of our fighters and put it in another promotion, we'll do just as good. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I rank I rank the people that's in my, that's in the promotion I'm in highly. So, uh, how many fights have you got left on your contract with your promotion? Five. Five. So. Five. At, at which number do you reckon that you're going to be the Bellator middleweight world champion? Have your remaining five. Three, I reckon two more, and then title shot. Okay, and you and you still still think Gay Guy's going to be sitting at the top of the tree? I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. You know, um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't really think he's that um in love with the sport anymore. You know, what I mean, he's old. He's been in the game for a long time now. So, and I think Costello, his is um. He's um, my main teammate or something like that. So I can't see them not fighting. Unless Costello tried to do a fucking Burns versus Usman, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I, can't, I can't really see them not fighting. So, yeah, but I'd, I'd love to fight him before he retires. I really would. I'd love to have that guy on my resume, you know? And how do you think you'd finish Gay Gardner if, if, if If you got a call from, from Rich Chow or G Samuel tomorrow to say, yeah. right, you're going to be fighting Gay Gardner Sassi, how do you see Fabian? Fabian Edwards finishing it. Pressure, man. Pressure. You know, like, I, I see myself spar and I see the pressure that I put on people and it's like, why don't I put this pressure on, on these fighters? You know, because I hit hard, I'm fast um, and I'm and I'm well-rounded, you know, so I think if I was to fight him, I'd get like a third or fourth round finish. A gay guard stays in the same pace. You know I mean? The good fight all round, but it doesn't like even if he's losing a fight, he won't just go crazy. He'll still remain at the same pace. You know what I mean? So I reckon I better just push and push and, and break him in the third or fourth. One thing I've always loved about you, and even from your very early amateur days, was how quickly you could learn to measure the distance between yourself and your opponent. Mm. You seem to read an opponent incredibly quickly. And you see these fighters, they take their time just to re- they, they, they touch out, they, they, they gauge that distance. Whereas it's something that from the get-go, you know, literally yeah. within the first 30 seconds of every fight, you could see that you'd, you'd You've measured that distance. Um, yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel that that is something that potentially gives you that upper edge over the rest of your peers within that top ten ranking? It does. You know, what I mean, it does. Um, obviously, going like being composed. And my brother always say, manage that distance. You know, what I mean, but now I understand more from my last fight what strikes I should be thrown at what distance. You know, what I mean, and um, and yeah, like you can. The proof is in the pudding. I already get hit. You know, what I mean, I'm still handsome. I might be old, but I'm. <laughs> I've already been here, you know what I mean? You stop I, saying you're old, man. I am. I am. I'm an old boy. I'm an old boy, man. So, like, you know, I hardly get hit. So, obviously, the proof is in the pudding that 
managing the distance and stuff is is good, but I just need to like go in there and put it on these guys whilst maintaining my distance. So fight three, then step back to fight three. You win the title um, mm-hmm. against. If you're looking at the rankings against um, Salter or Anatoly or um, Mr. Van Zandt. Yeah. So how long do you reckon you're going to stay? How long do you think you're going to stay sitting there at the top of the tree? Do you, have you got any other challenges? You've got any interest in stepping over into this celebrity boxing craziness? <laughs> you know what? Like once, once I um, achieve that, that, that middle world world title strap, I'd love to defend it a couple of times. And then move up a weight class. You know what I mean? I love to be this light heavyweight, fat and that, and just strong. You know what I mean? Going there and just <laughs> going there and slump somebody. So yeah, I love to like. It's, it's about history. You know, it's not about just going in and being average. There's so many fighters. You know, like I always looked at winning a world title and getting signed by a big promotion as something that's not big, as mad as it sounds. You know what I mean? I always looked at like getting a world title going to be half easy but maintaining it and creating like a legacy and defending it like a record amount of time that's what I'm really after you know what I mean and before it's all said and done that's what I'm going to achieve so you feel that Bellator is your home yeah that's my home that's that's where I'm at you know like I like the company I like the people there so for me to be sitting there saying I'm going to jump there I'm going to jump here that'd be disrespectful you know what I mean obviously we don't know what the future holds but I'm happy where I'm at Excellent. So you're saying you like the, like the company. Obviously, Scott Coe could be in the bigger head. Um, yeah. Such a well-respected guy across uh, across MMA. Um, how do you feel that he differs from his peers, you know, from, from obviously not just Dana, but, you know, the guys over at Worm, the guys that, yeah. uh, you know, Brave are, Brave are making a lot of noise at the moment. They're, they're not global yet, but they're, they're throwing a lot of money at becoming global. Do you feel that he stands out from the crowd in that respect? I think it does. I think it respects the fighters. You know what I mean? And, um, you hear a lot of people speak to him, speak um, of him like that. You know what I mean? He seemed like a fair guy. He, um, I think, yeah, he just seemed like a, a much more fair guy, you know, listen to fighters more and, and kind of try to cater to their needs as much as he can. So I like that about him. I can see why you want to stay in Bellator. That's <laughs> it. It's a unique situation. That's beautiful to me. Yeah. So you break it, you're going to break the American market. Of course, they're going to love me. <laughs> they're going to love me. <laughs> I, listened to, uh, I listened to your brother on, on Joe Rogan the other day. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things that he's, he's spoken about a few times in the past, and you and I have spoken about privately as well as about training with your team. Um, yeah. do, you, do you feel that you're going to continue? You know, you, you hit this, the, you, you hit that peak of being the world champion. Yeah, are you, are you going to stay as the world champion in Birmingham, or do you feel that once you've broken this American market, you're going to start looking to to, to spend time across the two countries, like uh, like the other middleweight world champion we had uh, uh, from the UK? No, no, no. Like, I'm open to traveling and gaining experience, but not a chance I'll turn on on my team and try do both. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm with this team, and I'm with this team for life, basically. You know what I mean? My family's there in Birmingham. I've got a great team. I believe we're the best team in the world. We've got so many good coaches in Birmingham, like so many good coaches and so many good training partners. So for me to up and leave or any of that, that'll be, a, I'm not into all that snaky stuff. You know what I mean? I just like to stick to my team and, and make it together and show everyone around Birmingham that, look, if I can do it, fuck it, we all can do it sort of thing. So 
No, nah, not a chance. I love to hear that. So there's a whole bit of talent, like you said, in Birmingham. Obviously, there's the there's the Edwards brothers. You've got other other teammates sitting in Bellator as well. Yeah, the Aiden of this world. You've got other teammates who, uh, who who fight in the other promotion as well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got a lot, man. We, we got a lot of talent. You know what I mean? Who would you say is going to be the next up and comer coming out of coming out of your coming out of your camp? Mm, you got a few. You got a few. You got a young guy, a young kid called Shay Ingram. You know what I mean? He's only like seventeen, but he's a beast, man. You know what I mean? He's a beast. You know um. Um, you got one of my teammates, my main training partner, Kieran. No, he's not an amateur, but you know, I, I, he's there with me all day, every day. So I look forward to seeing him back on the amateur scene once it starts up. And we got a lot of guys, Jai, we got world champion Natty. All of these guys are known already. You know what I mean? So yeah, we got a lot of a lot of good names down here. Mm. Yeah, Birmingham is always a place to go. And well, undoubtedly, I'm going to see you in Birmingham on uh, uh those two occasions in July, where I'm guessing oh, you guys yeah. have got a few, you've got a few, a few guys on Battle Arena, the yeah, amateur yeah. show and the, and the pro show as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there for both shows. You know what I mean? Especially that's like after my fight and stuff like that. So I'll definitely be there. Excellent. So after your fight against one of the top five, you're not going to give me any more on who that <laughs> is. <laughs> I'll give you privately. No, I'll tell you what, I'll let you off the hook. I'm, I'm pushing you. We've got a question that's come in, and this is the question that always comes in when MMA you can have an interview. So I've got to throw it at you. If you could change one rule in MMA, what would it be and why? Um the downwards down a down opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's just to be savage, you know what I mean? I just love what? the pride rules, soccer kicks to the head and the lot. Really? <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to say the 12-6 elbow when you said about down the phone. Man, that's no. Soccer kick, knees to the head, fuck it, you know what I mean? Well, I, love to, I just love the brutalness of it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, if I could change it, I'll fuck that off. Really? So, Aljamain Sterling winning by default then? That wouldn't that be happening would be in my world. <laughs> Not in my world. <laughs> <laughs> I would have TKO in my world, you know what I mean? But, yeah, that's the... <laughs> I, like, I like those rules, man. Brutal. So, te- so in 10 years' time, when we go uh, Edwin's fighting promotions, then it's going to be literally... <laughs> <laughs> fish, fish hook, fish hook, <laughs> eye pump, the fuck, every, everything. <laughs> Nut shots. Everything. Any, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my man, you are brutal. Honestly, you smile so you, you smile so innocently, and then you come out with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! So, moving back to you, then. Um, obviously, you have this fight coming up. The UK is going to be supporting you. You know, we know we know exactly what you're capable of. We've watched it all the way through your career, and we're mm. certainly going to be watching you out in the states as well. Even though you're going to keep be keeping me up till three in the morning to do so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> reality is, though, I think you know. If you, I think you should be flying me out, considering that I've been at five. Of the <laughs> really? I think that I, I love you as the water boy. How about that? I love you as the water boy I, and the towel boy. First, I'll, you know I'll take it. If it gets me, gets me a corner, <laughs> I'm You'd be at ringside. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know, you see what happens when I'm at ringside. You do. You have flying knee finishes. See, <laughs> see, I need, I need that lock, man. I need that lock. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, my man, um, 
in terms of who you want to thank, obviously this is your platform. You say who you want to thank, yeah. um, sponsors, training partners, anyone at all. Who would you like to give a shout out to? I'd just like, like to give a massive shout out to my team. You know, what I mean, um, Renegade down in Birmingham. Um, some of my main coaches, Henry, Camby, Tom. You know, um, my boxing coach as well. Just my brother, everyone. You know, what I mean, just just the team down in Birmingham. You know, we're doing big things and. We're all feeding off each other, you know, so it's good to have a team like that around you. So I just want to give thanks to everyone like that. Any sponsors at all you want to give a shout out to? No, 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 nothing at the moment. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, and then final question for you before we let you go. As I'm a betting man, uh, I want to put, I, obviously I want to put, uh, I want to put a double on, but I want to know, round that your brother knocks out Nate Diaz, first of all, and round that you knock out your top five opponent. My round. Huh? I want some easy money. That's the easy money. Okay, so <laughs> my brother will be like around three, four. You know, um, he's, he's too easily hit, man. You know what I mean? He, he's just going to be in there with a punching bag, so I can see him cutting him up and getting a stoppage. And mine would be second round. A fast pace, fast pace first round, and an early second round stoppage. So bet the so house on it as well, and bet the dog on it as well if you got one. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, we have it from the man himself. So if obviously if, if there's any deviation from that, you'll be refunding people's bets or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'll be refunding. So you know what I mean, you can, you can inbox me. I'll call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what your inbox is like. But no, Fab, thank you so much for your time today. And thanks for working through the technical issues that we had as well. No, um, sorry, I, I thought it was going to die. I, I thought it was just going to die completely on us. But it's been great talking to you as always. Yeah. Genuinely no. looking forward to watching your fight. You are going to... We just cannot wait to, you know, joking aside, yeah. cannot wait to see you come back out and do exactly what, what you've been yeah. doing throughout your career. You know, yeah, I can't wait, man. And the American market are not going to know what to No, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for your time today, Fab. It's been great. No, respect, man. Take care. Thank you.